Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to the Heart Over High podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Shamar Charles. This podcast focuses on the goal of providing unique and culturally sensitive perspectives on physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health and wellness. Our goal is to provide you with the best millennial and Gen Z health news you can use. If you like this podcast, follow us on Instagram at HWH the Podcast and give us a rating of five stars on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Now, without further delay, let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome to a special Tuesday edition of HOH The Podcast. We have a very special treat in store for you today. Our interns are taking over. Over the past 14 pandemic months, we've talked a lot about the impact of this quarantine on our physical, mental, emotional, and even spiritual health and wellness. But what dawned to me is that we're usually talking from a middle to older adult perspective. What about young people? What about all the students who left school abruptly and missed out on proms and graduation and were thrust into a non-existent job market with little to no guidance? What about them? I feel like their voices are often left out of the conversation, but they shouldn't be. After all, if they can help us elect presidents, they can surely add perspective to this incredibly weird and trying time. So today, we dedicate the entire podcast to hearing their voice, because young people get stressed out too, and we need to hear how they're feeling. Today's interview is conducted by Jacqueline Pendleton and Amanda Nandalal, two of my public health students at St. Francis College. And I have to tell you, they did a great job. I'm so proud of you both for your hard work, resiliency, and maturity. And this year, I have learned as much from you as you learned from me. To round out our conversation, we have two featured guests in the voice of young people everywhere, Issa Khan and Sakina Silburn, two St. Francis College upperclassmen. Our first question, where were you when the shutdown occurred? Enjoy. Was coming back from Rome and planning a Costco trip. And then all the flights were canceling. And we barely made it back to the US. Same thing with me. I was almost stuck in Trinidad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I believe, like, I was in Trinidad waiting at the airport. And then all of a sudden, you see US is closing. Mm -hmm. And I got literally the last flight back, or else I would have been there. Yeah, our flight, so in in Rome, there's, like, like, three different security checkpoints, and so you go through the first one, then there's another one, and then there's one, like, right before your gate. That one's not too serious, but the first two, and they're, like, a mile apart from each other because the airports are ridiculously huge over there. Um, It's almost, if anyone's ever traveled to Atlanta, they're bigger than Atlanta. Like, it's ridiculous. And so as we're going through the second security screening, one of the guys were like, are you sure you're going to make it? We are like, yeah, why? Like, well, because of COVID, they're shutting down the U.S. Like, they're not really letting anyone in. And we're all like, what? Wait. And so we're all taking out of, like, our our company phones and we're trying to find emails and contacting people but yeah we were the only flight out of there and we were super empty um coming back and then i came back and new york was a shit show (laughs) and i came back it was crazy but yeah 
I was I was actually working that weekend and um it was like a Sunday shift and my boss texted me he was like I work in a restaurant and a doctor's office so the restaurant was the one to close first and uh he was like just don't come in and I was like okay well like what about the rest of the week and he was like I don't know like what's going on so like I was actually kind of like happy at first because I was like oh, this is great. Like I could stay home and like focus on school. Um, mm-hmm. like, I didn't have to kind of work because I work a lot of hours between school and, and work. It's like hard. Um, so like at first, like I was like, oh, this is great. Like I'm super excited. Like I get to kind of stay home. I mean, not that the pandemic was great, but the fact that like I had kind of like a little break from school and work. Um and then like school closed and I was like, oh, like this is getting serious. Mm-hmm. And I had lost my other job too. And I was like scared at first cause I didn't know if I could go on unemployment, like what was kind of happening. Um, so then like at first, like it, it, it really set in, like once everything started to close, I was like, oh crap, like kind of like the world's ending right now. Um, yeah. And then like at first, like I was kind of like, relaxed a little bit because I had online school and like at that point it was kind of like a joke like all my professors didn't know what to do yeah oh like just do this assignment and that's it um so there wasn't really much to do with school so it was Mm -hmm. kind of it's weird at first and then and then like it really settled in like with school and like all these assignments started to hit and I was like this is insane um and then like I absolutely hated being home for a while yeah i um how was i i had just gotten back from some combat training and i got a call from one of my friends who had like a really close like friend that worked in the governor's office and he goes yo get all your essentials or get out of new york state now because they're shutting down and i was like there's no way we're shutting down why are we shutting down and he goes because covid's spreading everywhere and they don't know what to do and supposedly there was some sort of plan to call in the national guard to shut down all sort of entry and exit points to New York State, at least the major ones. Um, It never went into play, but that's when I knew, okay, uh, it's really going down. Um, It was a little scary because I think we had spring break at the time, and they gave us an extra week off for, I guess, the professors to digitalize their courses, which, like Jacqueline said, it's kind of a joke. They basically didn't know what to do at the time. and it was really scary, like seeing how many tens of millions of people were going unemployed, how many restaurants and businesses were closing down left and right. Um, like I live in a very residential area of Brooklyn. If people don't shop generally there, like on a regular basis, those mom and pop shops were going to close down, and many of them did. Um, in the early days, um, and even now, because we're still technically in quarantine. Um, had my Xbox and it's been sitting there for years, brand new $100 system. And it was collecting dust up until quarantine. And then every day I just had to keep keep buying new batteries because I would just play it all day with my friends. It was the only way we could like connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So in saying that, how do you guys think like it affected your life? Like as far as like your friends, your family, like all your relationships, how did it affect that? Uh, very interesting question. 
I feel like the pandemic put like a real strain on certain relationships. Like I saw multiple news articles where it was like so many people are getting divorced. So many <laughs> people are going through breakups. Me personally, quarantine made me end the three-year relationship. And it brought me closer to some of my actual friends. Like through Zoom calls. It was actually pretty fun. There was like this app. I don't know if you guys heard about it, House Party. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. House Party was very interesting entertaining during quarantine help bring us closer um yeah for me um I ended a relationship also but um it it brought me and like my family closer because we just had time to be around each other and uh, it was just awesome like even though it was annoying being stuck in the house like um is your name Issa or Isha? Issa, like you ever seen Issa? Issa? Okay. Um, said like we bought like the new Xbox and the Nintendo Switch, yeah. and we were doing just dance and all of that stuff. You know, just like bonding and and everything. I I started like I always wanted to like um, be a foster. And so I started like fostering cats and kittens <laughs> and finding homes for them. Like I, I got to knock off a couple of things that I always wanted on my um wanted to do on my to-do list. So as far as friends, it did bring me closer with friends. Um it was a struggle in the beginning because we're I well, I'm gonna speak from my point of view. I'm so used to like interacting with people face to face kind of different doing it over the phone um or by like zoom or something um so it it's weird how technology quickly became like our new normal um but yeah i think it made it better in a lot of ways mm-hmm. what about you jacqueline i mean for me it was a struggle at first cuz i actually live on my own Um, so like I couldn't connect with anyone. Like I was scared to kind of see my dad. I was scared to see my friends. Um, but then I kind of got used to it. Like I, like Sakiana said, like I got new kind of, um, like new hobbies in a way. Like I started cooking, I started baking. Um, I started like reorganizing my closets like a million times. Like I just found things to do to like keep me busy. Like I started working out more like in my own home and like I bought new equipment and, um, so it was definitely hard, but then like now kind of like now quarantine wise, like now looking at the pandemic, like I did become closer with certain of my friends like there was a point where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go see them. And like, obviously like we were social distance, like we wore masks. Um, and then that like started to bring us closer because we started to like only hang out with each other. So then that was nice. Cause I got to like be able to kind of see them, but this was like, you know, like way after kind of like the scare, like come the summertime when it started to like die down is when I started to see them. Um, but I feel like it definitely brought me closer, like with myself and like um, learn new things about myself and like pick up new hobbies. So it was kind of good for me. I needed that kind of like alone time. I agree. Mm-hmm. Connecting online has been a true blessing because 
you know, maybe 10 years ago, even 15 years ago, we didn't really have this. Can't imagine what it would be like then. Um, when I found out that I had the antibodies, so I had some sort of protection against the virus, um, I started going out for walks and really long walks, like from King's Plaza all the way down to the Brooklyn Bridge, like all of Flatbush Avenue. <laughs> um, like I'd go out in the morning, like, hey, mom, I'm going out for a walk. Okay, text me when you get back. And then I'd come home in time for dinner, like, where were you? Oh, I just kept walking. Forrest <laughs> Gump, run, montage. <laughs> um, and little by little, I tried to delve out and try to get back to my regular norm um, with my relationships, my friendships, um, and just trying to ease back as little as I can back into a regular life. Because I'm going to be honest here, I was going to bed at like 8 a.m. every day. It was so <laughs> bad. Like I needed to like get myself out of that rut. Um, and it's been great. Like I've been focusing a lot more on, like Jacqueline said, um, personal stuff, like my health, been working out a lot more. Um, getting out every day and doing things that um, I've always wanted to do. Like I've lived in Brooklyn all my life and I've never walked across the Brooklyn Bridge. I did that for the first time last year. Nobody was on it. Great photos. Um, so yeah, there were some blessings in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like everybody to a certain extent had like a moment of self-growth because of quarantine. Mm -hmm. Like I think we actually got to learn a lot about ourselves. Yeah, I feel like there was, like you said, like there was some blessings um, for it to like come. Like I feel like I learned new things and I feel like so many other people learned new things and were able to kind of really understand themselves, especially like I know like you, um, Amanda and Sakiana, like you ended like a relationship. Like, so that must have been hard. But I also feel like at some point, like it was good to kind of be by yourself and like really like dive into yourself. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, right, how do you guys feel that COVID in general and quarantine hasn't made you guys miss out on like, as people would say, these are our prime years, like our early 20s, we're in college, we're supposed to be like, com having that commuting experience. I know it's that you're still commuting. But like, we're supposed to be like in class meeting people going out, like, how do you feel like that affected your lives? Mm. I, oh I feel like it like I don't know it completely did like a 180 on my life like I missed um like going out for dinners I missed um like seeing my friends I also missed like going to I missed and I didn't miss I didn't miss the commute because I live in Queens so to commute to Brooklyn like it, it's a disaster the beach is yeah. always backed up I hated the subway so in a way, I was like, all right, this is cool. Like, I don't have to go into school. Like, I don't have to be stressed, like, leaving work and, like, making sure I make it to class on time. Mm -hmm. But I do miss, like, that interaction because, I mean, even still now, like, with school online, like, I can't really, like, talk to my classmates. Like, it's, it's hard. And most mm -hmm. of the professors still are, like, confused with online. Like, I still struggle every day to kind of like reach out to my professors and like hear back from them and mm -hmm. simply get an assignment done um so in a way like it's been really challenging and like I started to kind of go back out for dinners and stuff but you know it's not the same as it was 
I miss like having... going out now, seeing like a group of people. I'm like afraid to go and stand next to them. Like, like did we really used to do this? <laughs> I know, I'm, like communicate with people. Like, I feel like I have no social skill now. I'm like, uh, so what's your favorite color? Like, I don't know how to like communicate. It's like I'm so socially awkward now. Yeah, I agree with Jacqueline. Like, um, it made going to school harder because usually, like, if we got an assignment and like before it was due, you could usually bounce ideas off of your classmate, you know, mm-hmm. like you come to class early and you'd be like, Oh, Hey Jacqueline, like, you know, this question and so-and-so is giving me a hard time. How about you? And you could get like that reciprocation, like really quick. And like, you know, Jackie might give me a, a different, like, um, perspective than what I was thinking about like oh yeah that's a great idea now it's kind of like I'm really on my own and if my professor doesn't get my email in time and answers it in time god knows what if I put the correct like information um on the assignment so it's kind of hard you know because we're just here we're in little screens we don't really connect Mm -hmm. you know so I don't know it's harder to like, you know, get an understanding. Like I was having a little trouble in my speech class and I didn't have classmates to like ask, like, cause sometimes cert- certain individuals in class will get something faster than you. And then they can put it into like student speech where professors sometimes have a hard time. Like I kind of say dumbing it down to our level, you know? So that's like, been kind of hard. Your 20s are supposed to be some of the best times of your life, especially your college years. And for us, a lot of us at least, it got cut in half. Um, the last time I was on SFC for a full year was my freshman year. And now I'm about to be a senior. And it, I mean, we're going to be back on campus. It's not going to be the same, but I missed out on basically my sophomore year and the entirety of my junior year. Um, but, you know, I, it, it, with everything, not just being in quarantine and in a pandemic, wherever you see adversity, you also have to see the opportunity. Um, like you all said, you all did something that you normally wouldn't have the opportunity to do if you didn't have so much time at home to yourself. Um, and I've used that a lot of this time for self-development um, and reconnecting. And I feel as if that's still a part of the blessing of being 20, even though it's not the traditional going out, seeing your friends, getting blackout drunk at four in the morning at some club. Um, and eventually we, we will be able to do that little by little, you know, going out, meeting up with friends that I haven't seen with in a year. Um, yeah. So I guess that brings me to uh, this question. So I guess there's been talk that we're going back to campus in the fall. Um, how do you guys feel about that? I've thought about this a lot because there's been a lot of buzz about people not wanting to go back as well. Um, personally, everyone that says that, I'm not sure where they're getting that from or if it's even such a big thing. How do I this? Because everyone, the second quarantine started, they just were like, I want to go back to school. I miss my friends. I miss seeing that connection. And even us talking now, that's what we're saying. But then no one wants to go back on campus at the same time. Like, well, where's the medium between that? So if everyone's, I feel as if the reason why we're pushing this ideally is because by the fall, projected vaccination rates is that 
by fall, most people in the United States will be vaccinated. Um, that being said, there's probably going to be some mandates on being mandatory, you know, having a vaccination before coming to campus. Um, I know major schools like Columbia and Yale have already started forcing vaccination policies. Um, I do feel safe in that. I just wish more people would be aware of that. One thing that I do, one thing I am concerned about is that some states aren't taking the virus seriously and haven't been, period. Like Miami, if you saw Miami a few weeks ago during spring break and even now. Bruh, Miami, Florida in general. Florida in general. It's just a whole different breed. Oh my God, the cops being overrun with just rampant spring breakers. Um, Texas is completely open and now their virus rates are getting shut up through the roof. And I know a lot of states are anti-mask too, so you don't have to Mm -hmm. wear a mask anymore. Oh yeah. And um, that's like, that's my biggest fear with my job because I'm around people all the time. So from, and I know all of them where they're from based on how they act i know where they're from like i can tell so my biggest fear is getting something and bringing it home because i live with my mom and i live with my sister um i do want to go back to campus um my thoughts though is that this mandate about forcing people to take the vaccines might have a negative effect instead of a positive effect, because people don't like being told what to do. No matter if it's good for them, they hate that. Especially so, now, we hate being told what to do. Right? <laughs> so I'm worried that might have like a negative effect. I've been in a few classes where the professor has, you know, bridged the subject about taking the vaccine. And like, if there's 20 of us, five of us might are willing a couple have already taken and then the rest is like flat out, hell no, I'm not taking it. You know, I've known people have walked off their jobs already because their companies want them to get the vaccine. So I'm like, if people are have such strong, like almost like visceral, like rejection of being forced to it, I think it's going to have a negative effect. And I don't want that to happen. Um, I already got my vaccines because of my job. Anything to make me and my family safer and the people that I work with safer, I'll do it. Um, I had to do a lot of research because I didn't trust it at all. <laughs> um, but I had to do a lot of research. I, I, you know, I dug, I have never dug that deep on the internet before. I was using different VPNs to mm-hmm. like, you know, find out everything it was so I was like a complete cyber hacker mode because I wanted you know my questions answered and I felt like if I was talking to my doctor my you know um my my patient care provider I felt like she was just going to give me like by the book answers I wanted all the data I wanted all the bad I wanted the good and I wanted to make an informed you know an informed decision and so I did my research myself. Um, one of the um, one of the doctors that did um, that helped uh, bring the the vaccine to life was um, black. That helped a lot because you know after the syphilis study and Henrietta Lacks and so many other like you know I have a strong distrust for medical. That's one of the reasons I'm going into the medical field 
to kind of find the ins and outs. Um, I tried to educate myself as much as possible and know what um, everything is, but I also will defer to someone with, with knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big thing. You should be informed and you can be informed and you should get all the information and you should do your own research, but you also need to defer to people with knowledge. And I think that's going to be like a problem for a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like everyone, it's like such a weird time because everyone's so judgmental and everyone's like, you know, everyone's like Wikipedia now, you know, it's just opinion. everyone makes up facts. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely like a hard time to make a decision and have your own opinion. Because like you said in class, like, I feel like a lot of times, like, I don't even want to say my opinion because I know like forks and daggers are going to come at me. Like a lot of times I just stay quiet and that's like what sucks about now, like the pandemic and everything that's been going on is because you can't really have an opinion and you can't, you can't make an informed decision without someone or something coming at you. Like I'm fully vaccinated as well. Um, I did my research. I, I was nervous at first. I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to be infertile. I'm not going to have kids. <laughs> third arm. Like I, I was nervous, but yeah. like, I got the vaccine to be able to see my family and my friends. And mm-hmm. I'd like to keep others safe. Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily for me because I mean, I was scared of Corona, but like, I feel like I'm not as scared anymore. I just, I just kind of want this all to be over with. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as going back in the fall, I'm, I don't know, I'm like back and forth with myself. Like yeah. my last semester, I graduate in December. So I'm like, at this point, like, I'm like, whatever. I go back, I go back. But like Isa, I had lost, you know, my junior year. I had lost my sophomore year, basically. So mm-hmm. I mean, one more semester at this point. Yeah. You see, you guys are lucky. (laughs) Like, this is my last year of college. Like, usually I'm like a social butterfly. I'm making, like, friends in class. Now I'm going to graduation. Honestly, I can honestly say I'm not going to know one person at that graduation ceremony. Yeah. What a graduation ceremony. I'm like, what's the point at this point? I'm like, yeah. There's, like, no point anymore. And, like, I also feel like I don't even know how to do school. Like, I'm like, how do I even go to class? Like, I'm <laughs> class and I'm still late. Like, how am I supposed to show up two hours before? Like, get ready and all this other stuff. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's hard to, like, readapt now. Mm-hmm. What about you, Isa? I know Isa's still commuting every day and he's at SFC right now, right? Literally, just... <laughs> <laughs> in my office right now um what, what was the question i'm sorry i got really caught up in your responses i'm oh, sorry um how do you feel about going back in the fall i'm ready for it honestly i'm just ready for everyone to uh get back in life as usual um sec i just don't want to mispronounce your name it's okay it's sakina you know? Or you can call me Saki, whichever one. No, oh, I was pronouncing it wrong. I'm sorry. It's okay. Everybody I, pronounces it wrong. With, with her, all the professors pronounce her name wrong. I know. Yes. I didn't even know that. It's okay. It's okay. I'm used to it. It's like you said, like when people say, it, you put it in a very well-rounded manner. Um, I think your professor did. You know, out of 20 people, there's five people that are going to definitely be for it. 
maybe 10 mm-hmm. people are going to be on the fence, which is the majority of us. And then there's that five people that would just not take it no matter what for their own personal reasons, whether mm-hmm. or not they believe in the vaccine or just to be, this is my body, it's my right. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, a lot, there's going to be a lot of negativity around it. Mm-hmm. That context to which I say, am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Okay. Well, grow the fuck up. People are dying <laughs> left and right. I don't want my grandmother oh to fucking die because you didn't want to take a shot, and all of a sudden you sneeze and she gets that you know infected during her Catholic mass. Mm-hmm. Grandma, I, I just I just think of how many people that have a compromised immune system or can't go out and live their regular life because idiots like you who haven't even graduated high school or barely know anything about science or God forbid went to college and you studied something like political science. Either. <laughs> uh, and you think all of a sudden you know everything about science. No, okay? I'm not going to listen to you. You shouldn't yeah. even listen to me. Mm-hmm. You're really not competent enough and responsible enough for yourself or anyone else. I don't even understand. I don't know. Some of these people that are spewing all this misinformation, I just really wish. Just give me five minutes alone with them. Just please. Oh, my God. It's the anti-vaxxers for me. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> they drive me crazy. Like capitalist <gasps> on that flight and they were how they were nagging that flight attendant yeah i can't have ever gone through that but that was just like a nightmare to me it's ridiculous no but see like stuff like that kicking off an entire family off of an airplane because a two-year-old doesn't want to wear a mask i, no, I started watching it because i'm a flight attendant and i started watching it and then i I thought she was talking to like the mom or the dad. And then when I saw she was talking about the little girl, I was like, bitch, is you serious right now? That's a baby. We're talking about the same one. I don't think we're talking about the same one. During- <laughs> There's so many stories. Yeah. Like, remember when they stormed the Capitol of the United States and they yes. went right? There was mm-hmm. a whole bunch of them that just didn't want to wear their masks and they just got kicked off. Yeah. Um, they were on a, there was one with the Delta flight, I think. Mitt Romney was on there mm-hmm. and they were calling him a traitor on the flight. They had to divert the flight. I was like, it's amazing how in this is a time where everyone needs to be an adult mm-hmm. and not be selfish. Mm-hmm. Yet everyone is selfish and everyone has reverted back to being like a two or five year old. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. wants to know what is right anymore. They just want to be right. Mm-hmm. And then if you're like, if you have certain views, you're associated with a political party now. Like, if I believe in the vaccine, oh, you're a Democratic snowflake. I'm like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> just what? Okay, it's guys. So crazy. Last question. Thank you guys for your time. Okay, so I think we are all on the same page that we all would take the vaccine, right? And mm-hmm. we would all spread the word. What are you guys most excited for, like, to, like, go back to the norm? Like, are you going to be willing to spread, like, um, information to your friends and family and encourage them to take the vaccine? Like, what are you guys most excited for to get back to normal? Um, the one thing I want to get back to normal is I'm not an out, like, I'm not, like, a people person which is weird for my job, I know. Um, but I hate crowds. I get anxious in crowds. So I'm not looking forward to that coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Um, what I am looking forward to is the ability to like go out and like see people and not be afraid. Mm-hmm. Like just go out and know that and not just have this like fear in the back of my mind. Like it's almost like you walking home in the middle of the night and you're super aware. This hyper awareness that we have mm-hmm. now, I want that gone. Like, I want to be able to walk outside and just enjoy being outside and not, like, have to be, like, oh, am I too close to that person? Oh, that person just sneezed. I need to go home and take, like, a shower immediately. You know, just, like, going back to almost, like, like being ignorant again in a sense. Like, you know, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, like, I agree. Like, um I keep saying normal. Like, I don't even know what normal is anymore. Like, it's just. Give me one second, guys. Somebody's ringing my doorbell. I'll be right back. It's, like, so far off, like, what normal is. And, like, you, like, Mm -hmm. Sakiana said, like, I want to be able to go back to, like, um, being, like, ignorant in a way. Like, I hate to say this, but, like, I used to, like, hug random people. Like, I used to, like, shake hands with random people. Like, kiss random people. Like, it's just, like. (laughs) But it's true. It's like I never thought to be scared of other people. Like I just want to be able to kind of not be scared of other people anymore. Like I want to be able to kind of enjoy going out um, and like have that kind of you know like not like party scene, but like be able to go out to like a bar and like meet new people. Like I feel like I don't meet new people, and it kind of sucks in a way. Um, And like I just want to be able to have kind of I don't know like. I guess, freedom in a way, like be able to breathe fresh air and like not have to constantly like worry, like, oh my God, like, am I bringing something home? I mean, I I live by myself, but. I want to be able to travel again. I want to be able to travel. (laughs) I want to be able to go out and just like eat. Like I'm a big foodie. Like right now you can't even get the full experience because like, you know, places are to like limited capacity. Like they're not letting you inside if it's like a, like a uniquely designed place you can't even sit inside some places so i'm just ready to explore the world right now Same here what about you riza oh i just want to go back out with my friends and just have a normal experience yeah just, i don't know anything normal i want new york to be a lot more lively which sucks because that's also wishing for crowded trains i hate them but just want everything to be normal. Every little nuance that I thought was stupid or annoying from a year and a half ago, please bring it back. Yeah, we like we had so much, and then like once it was gone, we're like, oh my god, like we. I honestly so can't well. believe it. Like I cannot believe we lived the way we did. Like I can never. Like I don't think I could see myself standing in a crowded club. No. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, not have to, like, I never, like, I mean, like, I washed my hands, but, like, I feel like I never use Purell as much as I do now. Like, I touch, like, my card, and I'm, like, Purelling my hands or, like, washing my hands. Like, I literally used to, like, take the card from, like, a fast food place and then eat with that same hand. Like, yeah. it's, like I mean, it's just crazy, like, how we used to kind of live and, like, how how it is now. Especially when somebody just like coughs next to you. Like even like do you guys ever have that feeling when you're standing in public and you just have to like sneeze or cough and you're afraid because you're like, Oh my god, they're gonna think I have Rona. (laughs) 
No, but like also that's like the problem too. It's like everyone automatically thinks Corona. Like you can't just have a simple cold. You can't just have simple allergies. Like I literally survived a whole pandemic, but somehow the allergies are like killing me right now. (laughs) And you can't even have that. People automatically think it's Corona. Like I went to the doctor. He was like, you need to be tested for Corona. I said, listen, it's just allergies. (laughs) Thank you guys. Thank you so much it was great like talking with everyone well that's all folks thank you so much to our expert interviewers jacqueline and amanda who are also our spring interns for hoh the podcast also thank you to our special featured guests uh sakina silburn and isa khan Um, I'm always reminded at how eloquent and passionate and amazing our young people are and how important it is to always have their voices in the conversation. So thank you again for listening. Uh, Please stay safe, wear a mask, and if it's possible, get a vaccine. See you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.